Welcome to the Discover Universal Podcast. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. And watch your step on the moving walkway because we're taking you park to park to prepare you for your next visit. Let's Discover Universal. Welcome to the Discover Universal Podcast. I'm Carrie, and my favorite smell is the E.T. Adventure Q-Line. And I'm David, and I would have enjoyed this podcast more if I had gotten my cup of coffee! (laughs) David, you have a lot of experience with Ride Dialogue, don't you? Mm, A little bit. Yeah, I figured. That's the one that everybody knows, though. All our fans know that line. Exactly. I bet most of our listeners could probably quote that with you. Probably. Hopefully. Now they will. Today we are talking about Universal Studios Florida from right inside the radio broadcast center inside the park right here on Hollywood Boulevard. We're here. We're at Universal Studios Florida. We're talking about Universal Studios Florida. Love it. I love Universal Studios Florida. The very first Universal theme park right here in Central Florida. Of course, you know, before Islands of Adventure and uh, Volcano Bay came along a little bit down the road. That's right. The OG opening in 1990 with amazing attractions and it it really put you in the middle of some movie-making magic. I don't want to date ourselves too much, but yes. we're not too much older than this park. We've grown up oh. with this park. This, when I think of childhood memories at Universal <laughs> Studios, Universal Orlando, this is what I think about. I think about being here at Universal Studios Florida, walking the streets of uh, Hollywood over yeah. here with, with some of those characters from the movies, <laughs> all the film stars, taking a picture with, with the giant Jaws shark hanging back there. So good. I definitely have a picture of me and my dad when I was about six with that, with that shark. Yeah. It's awesome. I would always, there's like a rope in its mouth, the way it's like hanging up. Yeah. And I would always hang yeah. from the rope. <laughs> I got to find these pictures. I got to dig too. them up somewhere. I would say that makes me feel old, but instead I'll say it makes me feel nostalgic. Yes. How's that? Yeah. We got a lot coming up in this episode, so we would love for you to stick around to hear us ride one of our very favorite rides, Revenge of the Mummy. Here's some really cool tips about the park from our VIP experience friend, Frank, and just chill in the grandioseness of Universal Studios Florida as we meet some of our favorite characters and just chill around the park. So again, this episode all about Universal Studios Florida. This is uh, the park that Carrie and I consider our home park. Yes, When we got hired here, uh, my first job was over here, Disaster Studios, and yours was as well, I know. So much fun. Oh, my gosh. Great, great, great memories from working here and just, you know, feeling like you're part of the universal magic. Of course. Yeah. So one of the choices we have to make uh, that we talked about last episode when we come into a park is what direction we want to go. You also have a choice when you get to Universal Studios Florida. And that that classic choice is do you go to the back of the park first to experience attractions or do you just stay in the front of the park? David, which which is your preference? Yeah, the park is – it's more of an oblong it uh, is. oval than, yeah. than a clean circle yeah, over here. Fair. So you do have a lot of choices. There's still a central lagoon, of oh, course. absolutely. But where do you like to go first? Um, I, I probably follow the route of, of a lot of our guests first thing in the morning. We take a beeline all the way straight back to the park. Yeah. And, and even in there, there's some debate of like, what's the fastest way back? Do you go straight to the right down Hollywood Boulevard around Central Park <laughs> over the lagoon? Or do you go straight down to the New York streets and pass all that and then up like our San Francisco area? We can figure that out another time. We can That's get out true. the we can get out the measuring tape, the <laughs> pedometer, and see how many steps there are. There are many different journeys, of course, to to get to the back of the park. But yeah. what's like the first attraction that you hit when you're coming in? Okay, I'm I'm gonna make a case for uh, that our guests should should start in the back of the park when, okay. when they come here because okay. I think uh, a lot of the of my favorite attractions are back there. Yeah. Uh, again, 
I'm a Harry Potter fan, so awesome. we have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley, back there. Uh, it's it's a bit hidden, you know. You're going to walk by, you're going to see a wonderful Londonscape. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know, you have King's Cross Station there. Yeah, you might. You like, have some beautiful buildings. Uh, you might then, hear the sound of bricks moving or yeah, something. Yeah, listen, if you're in the know. If you're a fan, then you know that there's a special way to enter Diagon Alley. And in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, it is, of course, you got it just like in the movies. You got to go right through the brick wall. So (sighs) so you make your way through that brick wall, and then uh, the expansive Diagon Alley opens up right in front of you. And it is breathtaking. The first time, if you've never been to the park before... This this area, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley, is a game changer. It's incredible. You don't do you, feel like you're in Florida anymore. Do you remember your first time going into Diagon Alley? Absolutely. What what was like? What was your reaction? You walk through the bricks, and it's like an involuntary like gasp. Yeah. Like Same. sensory overload. <laughs> the, it's the the scale of it is incredible. There's so many colors. There's so many details. All the storefronts, all the signs, and you can't forget. There's a giant dragon yeah, down yes. there as well. Literally staring at you, breathing fire intermittently. <laughs> sitting you. sitting atop Gringotts Bank. Yes. Down there at the end of the alley. Uh, honestly, one of my favorite things to do still to this day is I will enter into the alley and I'll turn around and I'll just kind of watch people come through that brick wall for the first time. You could tell some of the fans... They've been there before. They know what they're doing. They're heading straight to Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. Maybe they're going over to the Hopping Pot for a delicious beverage. Yes. Uh, but you can you can tell the fans that this is the first time they've ever entered into the Wizarding World Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. It's just a different look. I mean, you, you the see pun, them. But it is kind of a magical experience. Yeah. You can see people's minds blow when they walk in and they're like in the middle of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. You, you, it's so much emotion. There, there's yes. so many, so many memories, so many emotions tied to, to fans of that franchise. I would and be lying if I didn't say I shed a tear the first time. Did that you? I, I did. Yeah, I did. It was quite a bit after the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley had opened, and I had heard people say, you know, oh my gosh, you have to go in, and we have to film your reaction, and we have to get some butterbeer ice cream, and it's going to be amazing. And I was like. I hope it's really all that because, like, everyone's built it up. And when I went in, I honestly, like, felt that rush of emotion like you're talking about. And I feel like I was joined by other people. And I saw little kids that were like, <gasps> you can just hear the gasps. You can see their eyes buck out of their sockets. You know, some of these kids are coming in with their interactive wands. And it's just, it's just, it's a really memorable experience. You will never forget the first time you enter the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Yeah. And, and you can spend so much time there. There's yeah. so much to do. There's so much to explore. All the different storefronts, they have everything you need. Uh, you know, if you were going to school at Hogwarts, of you course. can get your robes at Madame Malkin's. You, you get your school supplies. You get your wand, of course, at Ollivander's. The Ollivander's wand experience is an interactive sort of almost show. And the interactive wand creates magical experiences all throughout Diagon Alley. There are interactive spots that you can use those wands and really conjure magic. Yeah, it, it maybe should be like one of your first stops if you are heading into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, either at Hogsmeade or Diagon alley because once you do get that interactive wand you can use it in the windows in the storefronts all over the land and and practice spells yourself and of course i mentioned it before uh but the main attraction over there is of course harry potter and the escape from gringotts that's right you can't miss it it's the giant gringotts bank with the dragon on top breathing fire it is a very exciting Attraction, very exciting ride it through is. the bank vaults of Gringotts. So you climb aboard uh, a minecart. Yes. Uh, you're being uh, led through the bank vaults by one of the goblins that work there, of course. And uh, and you actually get to go through a lot of the iconic like vaults and and areas deep underground 
in Gringotts Fall. It's it's a really exciting ride. It's it's sort of a mix uh, between like a 3D motion ride. There's some roller coaster elements as well. It Absolutely. can get pretty thrilling. Now, David, another attraction in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is the Hogwarts Express. I know it well. Oh, right there in King's Cross Station in London. Uh, you can take a, a trip across the English countryside. You pass these amazing characters and landmarks from the stories. And then you arrive at Hogsmeade Station in the mm-hmm. Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade in Universal's Islands of Adventure. Now, you will need to have that park-to-park ticket to experience the Hogwarts Express since you'll yes. be going from Universal Studios Florida to Islands of Adventure. So make sure you have those tickets with you if you want to hop on board. Uh, honestly, my favorite part, uh, yeah. going from King's Cross Station in Universal Studios Florida, there's like a little little cafe, a little storefront stand oh, in there yeah. that sells like drinks and snacks. Yeah. You can actually like enjoy a drink, enjoy a snack while you're riding the train over to Islands of Adventure. Of course. That's a really great little hidden gem. I love that. Sure. Yeah, but we will get into that in future episodes. Oh, we, we could spend a whole episode on the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and we definitely will down the road. Hopefully, we do. Okay, so you're you're a back of the park attraction. We're still kind in the back diagonal. of the park. Okay, okay. I've I've only you know I, we haven't even gotten past the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley in the back of the park. Yes. Uh, of course, another big one, another one of my favorites, Men in Black Alien Attack. I love Men in Black Alien Super Attack. Super fun ride. Oh. It's like an interactive. Uh, Kind of a, a shooting gallery type yeah. ride. Yeah, you you become an agent of the Men in Black. Of course, you're riding through uh, all these amazing scenes full of aliens blasting away, uh, trying to outscore your friends, your family sitting alongside. That's you. That's my favorite part the about competitive Men in Black aspect. Attack because it's a competition. Yeah, and you get bragging rights for the rest of the trip if you outscore like everybody in your party. We're it's gonna have best. to ride together and see who who gets the biggest score. Honestly, like I talk a big game, but I'm probably not very good at it. I think I'm too excited, like looking around and being like, look, an alien, look, an alien. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I have to shoot it because I have to get points. I know some of our guests like pride themselves. They can max out the score every yeah. single time. I don't think I ever have. I've never maxed really? out the score. There, there are like hidden hacks of how to, how to max out the score. I yeah. don't know what they are. Neither do I. Maybe we need to talk to our VIP experience friend. Yeah, we will ask him about that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I bet Frank's going to have some ideas about that. So after Men in Black, I'll continue my way around the lagoon, uh, back towards the front of the park. That's okay. why I'm working my way forward. Sure, sure. Uh, and then as we pass Kid Zone, I always have to go over, pay homage to uh, to E.T. Uh, and the E.T. Adventure Ride. It's it so much fun. It's a fun. Yeah, it's a great family ride. Uh, you're riding the bikes right along with E.T., flying through the night sky, uh, even visiting his home planet, oh. helping out. You got to help E.T. save his home planet. Very cool. It's It's super fun. Now I've ended up uh, back on my journey back to the front of the park. I uh, usually uh, make my way about lunchtime over over in the courtyard in front of the horror makeup show. Oh. Uh, and I will grab- Do you grab some Mel's maybe? Get like a burger and a shake or something? That is a very good option. Okay. Um, but my actual new favorite thing, it's kind of kind of came around recently, is the Central Park crepe stand. Oh, okay. Yeah. You are correct. Delicious. Popped up out of nowhere. Yes. And suddenly became one of my like new favorites. I, I guess I don't have a lot of experience with crepes before this. <laughs> I, that sounds silly to say. Not a big crepe guy. Not a big crepe guy until now. Until now, now, big crepe guy. Big crepe guy. <laughs> big crepe uh, guy. And those are big crepes. They do. So you, you actually, uh, you can watch them make your crepe right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the big crepe maker. I'm sure there's a fancy French name for it. Crepe but griddle. They, they spread that that batter very thinly out on the griddle, uh, crisp up beautifully, and then they fill it with all sorts of amazing fillings. You can get either savory ones, sweet yeah. ones. So they yeah. have uh, like barbecue brisket that goes in there. Uh, they have like cookies and cream or Nutella versions if you want something sweeter, maybe for dessert. Um, there's even a ton of seasonal options as well. So the menu will change a little bit season to season. So there's always something new and delicious so to, to try. visiting Central Park Crepes exactly. to find your new favorite. Ah, they know. That's very how they get smart. you, right? Very smart. 
But it's it's so delicious. It's just a warm pillow of deliciousness. Oh, so good. And then while I'm there, of course, I'm going to go in and enjoy the horror makeup show. You know, especially during the afternoon, middle of the day, it's hot outside. Nothing better than going in and enjoying an amazing air-conditioned show. Absolutely. Uh, that also happens to be a fantastic show in its own right. And it's so funny. It's so fun. It's so quotable. The hosts are incredible. They're so silly. There's a sort of a, a makeup creature creator mm-hmm. that's in there that shows you the ins and outs of the universal legacy of horror. You know, Universal kind of created the OG classic monster uh, for films. So they get to show you all the makeup techniques and, and masks techniques and everything. So it's it's really fun, but it's also really informative. And, and for our families, don't let the name scare you. It is about horror makeup, uh, yeah. but it is not a scary show. It's a super funny show. Definitely something the whole family can enjoy. And there you go. That That is my case for starting in the back of the park, making my way forward. Okay, that is very fair. That's a great way to spend like the first half of your day, You know, mm-hmm. going, going all the way from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. However, I would like to make a case that I think starting in the front of the park is uh, sort of the, your best use of time. Love going to Despicable Me Minion Mayhem where you kind of get to become a minion recruit. And uh, what I really love about Despicable Me Minion Mayhem is it's kind of an original story. Mm-hmm. It's an original uh, continuation of that lore that you love. The minions, the little girls, you know, you got your favorite characters from the movies in there. And at the end, there's a big surprise, a big twist ending, and uh, you're going to absolutely love it. It's a celebration. It's very heartfelt. I almost let it out is. an audible, oh, when you Aww. said Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. That's, that's my gut reaction. Whenever I see Despicable Me Minion Mayhem, I'm like, oh, it's a very heartfelt it really is. Uh, ride. A great story. Uh, and then Mignon, you get to party with the minions afterwards. It is. Ahead on my left side is this beautiful, ginormous, tall, bright red roller coaster called the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. And I do believe it is the tallest roller coaster at Universal Orlando Resort. It is incredible. My favorite part is when you're riding on it. Uh, definitely would would recommend front row for this. When you're riding on it, you are going all the way to the top, and it is about a 90-degree angle. Going straight. Straight up. Up. Exactly. Straight up. So straight, up is, straight up. Straight up. Straight up. So the best part about being in the front row is there is nothing ahead of you but hopefully blue sky as you crest over this ginormous hill and then have the ride of your life on the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. And the coolest thing about that is you get to DJ your own ride experience. So you can pick like, David, like what's one of your favorite genres of music? Uh, I like, I like kind of rock music, you, like you know? Rock? Yeah, it's okay. a roller coaster. You got to get pumped. Got to get that adrenaline flowing. Hopefully you're holding on tight because it is the ride of your life, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. And the coolest thing is it kind of twists and turns through some other attractions. Because it's so tall, you get like a bird's eye view of the entire park, actually really the entire resort. So it's really nice to get up there and check it out. That's a great point. You go right through one of the facades next to Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. That's right. You end up right there on the street at Universal Studios. You come all the way back. The end of the ride is kind of looping around over there in City Walk. Yep. So you can see that out there as well. Gorgeous. A little, little tour of, uh, of Universal. The That's of the right. Park. From the air. An airborne tour. And then by the time you have gotten off Hollywood Rip Ride Rockets, it's, it's time for lunch. Mm. You know? And the best place, as far as I'm concerned, to go to lunch here at Universal Studios Florida is Universal Studios Classic Monsters Cafe. Now... I am not a vegan or vegetarian, but I do think that there are some really cool plant-based options that we have here in the park, and the Classic Monsters Cafe is certainly one of them. They have a barbecue jackfruit sandwich, and as part of the mummy combo or the mummy platter, you can get this barbecue jackfruit sandwich. Have you heard of barbecue jackfruit, Dave? You're shaking your head. I've heard of barbecue. I've heard of sandwich. Okay. (laughs) I'm less familiar with the jackfruit portion of this. Jackfruit is like 
It is an actual fruit, and, like, the pulp of the fruit has the consistency of pulled pork. Oh, wow. So, like, texture-wise, you'd think that you're eating a barbecue pulled pork sandwich, but it's completely vegan. And it is scrumptious. It comes with a slaw. It's on, like, a potato Kaiser roll. You can get a side. They have some Franken mac and cheese that's off the charts. Highly recommend making your way to Universal Studios Classic Monsters Cafe for some lunch. And then you can continue your journey around New York. Like you said, Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon is ahead on your left side. That's a really cool ride. That's a, a, one of our newer attractions. How would you describe uh, Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon? It's like a motion simulator ride. Yeah. You're, you're cruising through the streets of New York and beyond. Uh, Definitely. Led by Jimmy Fallon, of course, the host of The Tonight Show. For sure. A lot of fun. Of course, we mentioned Revenge of the Mummy is ahead on your left side in the New York area of our park. Revenge of the Mummy is probably my favorite attraction in the entire resort, including all three parks, hands down. It's a, it's a must ride for me. Every Definitely. time I come to the park, I always ride it. I think that's another one that you see a beeline of the guests coming through the arches that head straight to Revenge of the Mummy. If you are fans of the Mummy franchise, you are going to love this because it gives you a behind-the-scenes look. You know, you get to see some costumes from the movie, some props from the movie, some characters from the movie, and you're immersed in uh, sort of what would happen if there was a curse on the set of creating the mummy. Uh, and as you're riding through this indoor roller coaster, you're, you know, you're kind of seeing the effects of that curse. And, and of course, you come out victorious. Of course. Yeah. We actually got a chance to ride Revenge of the Mummy earlier today. Yep. Let's take a listen. All right. We are approaching the entrance to Revenge of the Mummy. Oh, uh, it's right quite check. ominous. We're going in. Are you insane? Get out of here! The curse! It's real! This whole place is a trap! He's after your soul! Look for the baptized people! With your souls, I shall rule for all eternity. I think it's easy to see why that's a must-ride. Absolutely. For the both of us. Oh, it's exhilarating. It's heart-pounding. It's a crazy adventure. I love it. Still one of my favorite rides in the entire park. And if you were to go down Delancey Street past that Blues Brothers set on your left side, you would come upon sort of the central location, the central attraction in Universal Studios Florida, and that is Transformers The Ride 3D. That's right. Who do we get to claim this for? Is this front of the park or back of the park? I don't know. This might be the meet in the middle of the park okay. moment. Because there is a pretty awesome photo op, the ginormous Optimus Prime, the life-size Optimus Prime atop the Transformers building is a sight to behold. Yeah, and I, I love Transformers The Ride 3D. You get to hop aboard your very own Transformers vehicle. He goes by the name of Evac, and that's a very appropriate name because you were getting evac'd right out from the middle of a battle between the Autobots and the Decepticons. Uh, and the battle unfolds in front of you. You can meet tons of your... Autobot favorites, uh, Decepticons causing trouble uh, all over. They're battling for the AllSpark. Yes. It's a pretty high-stakes battle. And at the end, when you leave Transformers The Ride 3D, you can go around the corner and you can actually meet some of those Autobots and Decepticons. I know you can meet Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Megatron. In fact, we got to meet Megatron today. Take a listen. Hello, Megatron. Ah, I, thought the I thought that was Megatron. It was me. I think that's I our cue. I don't want to suffer the consequences. That's I'm our so cue to sorry. roll out. Okay, he's still looking at me. You thought his claw grabbed you? I, when you put your arm it was around me for the me. picture, I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> What does that say about my hand? My I don't know. It's cold and clammy. So that was so fun meeting with uh, with the Decepticon. It was honestly it was a, it was a little scary, but also very thrilling. He got gotcha. you. Yeah. He startled you. 
I did because when are you, you always that jumpy when you meet? I kind of characters am. Out here? I'll be honest, jump scares are not my favorite thing. So like we we took a picture, David, and when you put your arm around me, I thought it was Megatron touching me, and I I yeah, that's why I. What screamed. does that say about my hand? Does my hand feel like a giant robotic monster claw? It it I I can't confirm nor deny Do it. Do I need at to get time. some moisturizer? Like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. Okay, I was confused. You know, sometimes it's disorienting. No, okay, so we're up here, you know, in the middle of the park, and uh, we just went around the corner, and we met uh, Megatron, Decepticon, out there, and as we go towards the front of the park, I know you wanted to make your way back to the front of the park, there is a pretty incredible attraction that we haven't talked about yet that is sort of the crown jewel of Hollywood Boulevard at this point. Sure, uh, the Bourne Stunt-tacular. Yeah. The Bourne Stunt-tacular, it is incredible. Mind-blowing. It is next level. You have never seen anything like this, I promise. It also combines with some pretty incredible technology. So uh, the actors are live on stage doing those stunts. Uh, They actually have a giant LED screen behind them. Yeah. And when I say giant, this thing is huge. I looked up some numbers on it. This thing is 130 feet wide, 28 feet tall, 3,600 square feet. That's bigger than my house. (laughs) This screen, okay? That's double my house. Unbelievable. And the best part is it puts the audience kind of behind the camera. So they're seeing everything through a very specialized lens. And uh, that's something we've never done here at Universal Studios Florida. Yeah. The the screen and the action on the stage fit together so seamlessly. It lets the audience get transported all over the world following the action uh, as they're chasing down Bourne. I kind of like to say, like, it's almost like your eyes become the camera. And so there's some, like, I don't want to give too much away, but there's, like, some perspective shifts and some surprises, some some little tricks of the camera, tricks of the eye that they do with this incredible technology on stage. And honestly, some mind-blowing moments. Very cool. Not overselling it. There's at least three (laughs) moments that will blow your mind, that you will audibly go, like, wow. 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 That's amazing. Not too loud because the show's happening. You don't want to be like, wow, that's amazing. That was really cool. I can't but like in your heart, you're like, oh my gosh, that's <gasps> real. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much to do. Very easy to spend an entire day exploring everything here at Universal Studios Florida. Absolutely. And of course, as the sun sets, the evening falls upon Universal Studios Florida. The best way to kind of cap off the night is our Universal Orlando Cinematic Celebration. And that's our big nighttime show out there on the lagoon. It uh, is gorgeous. It's really nice. It is incredible. And it, it it incorporates all of your favorite film franchises in the Universal canon. There's a beautiful viewing area right outside Cafe La Bamba that's on the water. Uh, you can right get in your Central camera. Park. Yes, it's gorgeous. You can get your camera ready. You can uh, you can just hang out with your family and like like David said, you know, cap it off with that that ending right in the center of the park. So the Universal Cinematic Celebration, perfect way to cap off the day here at Universal. Uh, There's all these fountains that come up from the lagoon. They project all sorts of movie clips on it uh, from a lot of the franchises that you probably just went on a ride earlier in the day. Exactly. Kind of like a little, you know, jogging your memory through the day. It's a culmination of all of your experiences from the day. Remember when we rode Transformers the Ride 3D? Look, it's right there. We were just there. It's so good. (laughs) They project onto the buildings behind the lagoon. There's lasers. There's pyrotechnics. There's a beautiful viewing area in Central Park where you can sit down with your family, get your cameras ready, and you can take in the whole experience at the end of the day. Oh, that's kind of nice. It's a nice way to end the day. Don't, don't make fun of my aws. I love your aws. I'm just, I'm Aww. picturing myself there with my friends, with my family, you know, got an arm around. I'm like, ah, oh, that was a good day. <laughs> that was a good day. 
<laughs> so we talked about some cool things to ride. We talked about some amazing places to eat, some great entertainment to take in. But on your way out of Universal Studios Florida, there is the iconic Universal Studios store where you can jump in, you can grab a piece of merchandise, you can take a piece of Universal Studios Florida home with you. Yeah. So get your souvenir. You've made a really good case for starting at the front of the park. I told you. But back of the park is Do we have an answer? Do we? I don't know. I'd join you in the back of the park as well. I get it because I love Men in Black, Alien Attack, and of course, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley. The front of the park is just so jam-packed with so many awesome things to do. You don't have to choose. That's the beautiful thing. You can do either or. You can go to the back. You can come to the front. Start in the front. Go to the back. You can go back and forth throughout the whole day. In fact, you know what? Why don't we turn it over to one of our friends from VIP Experience, Frank? We'll see if he prefers going to the back of the park or the front of the park first. So it's time again for our segment, VIP Tips. VIP TIPs. That's right. And today we have our special guest, Frank, from VIP Tours in the studio. Thank you so much for joining us, Frank. Absolutely. Thank you We're for having me. glad to have you. Amazing. Well, you are the VIP and the resident expert in this room on Universal Studios Florida. And before we begin, I w- we'd love for you to just tell us about yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, I recently celebrated my 10th year with the company, so nice. that was really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, to, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 10 years with the company. I, uh, I started out at the Men in Black Alien Attack. I was Agent F, um, so that was a really great time for for a year I got to do that very cool yeah. um, a fun fact about working there's kind of an unofficial tradition that when you uh, know that your time there is going to be coming to an end if you haven't already you need to max out on the ride so <sighs> you have to go you have to get 999,999 points you so have to they don't let you, you leave <laughs> you can't leave until I, we may need some tips because I I love that ride I love men in black alien attack yes. I don't think I've ever scored a maximum score on there is there yeah. maybe like it's, a, it's a secret tip for our guests? Oh yeah, yeah. I so I'm not the best at it by any means. I, for me, I can max out normally by the end of the ride. So when you get to the end and you get to the part with the red button and all that, yeah, um, I can typically max out with the red button. So oh. you need that extra yeah. bonus. At the yeah, end. I need the extra bonus. But uh, the people who are real masters, like they, uh, they'll try and do it earlier and earlier in the ride. So um, a I good think, goal. I like to think I'm good at that. At that ride, I am not. I typically don't even score 100,000 points. So in addition to the red button, of course, you want to be holding that button at the end of the ride. Um, really, like, when you're coming up to the alien, just hold it down. Um, it, more, it basically guarantees that you can get the bonus. Really? Unless yeah, something goes wrong. Like, you yeah, steal you it from everyone else button. in the car. Yeah. Well, that's a nice thing. Multiple people can get it. Like, it's not a one-person deal or anything. Oh, okay. So, Teamwork. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, Everybody, yeah. red button, engage. <laughs> red button. <laughs> I've always wondered, is there one particular alien in the ride, there's, like, alien target that, that is worth more points than the rest? So, you generally, you want to aim for the ones that are up high. So, up okay. high gotcha, in the gotcha. windows, things that are maybe trickier to hit. Um, a really good one is you'll notice uh, kind of a hidden Easter egg in the ride is you'll see there's um, Frank the dog, uh, like the pug from the movie. He's hiding by one of the uh, newspaper stands in one of the first rooms. So that's a really big target that that's you can so aim for. Exciting. Yeah. That's uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie. I've never noticed that in the ride. We yeah, gotta look yeah. out for him. Um, so cool. Yeah, so that's another big target to aim for. Man. Um, generally cool. speaking, um, you want to hold the trigger down the whole ride beginning to end. Okay. Because uh, even if you don't hit anything at all, every like, every few shots you'll get more points. So you, you could hit zero aliens and you'll get more points. So that works. I cannot wait to ride Men in <laughs> Black Alien Attack now with all my I'm, tips and tricks. I'm hitting that minimum score right there. I held the button down. <laughs> David, you got a thousand points. 
Yes, congratulations. It's a hard-earned thousand points. You do points that in the there. bonus. Yeah, you get at least a hundred thousand. So there you awesome. go. Awesome. <laughs> so after your time at Men in Black, where did you go from there? Uh, so then I joined the guest services team at the front of the park. Great. So I became a guest services coordinator, helping people out getting into the park, which was cool. Uh, that opens up a whole lot of cool opportunities where you get to do, um, there's field services, which something not a lot of people know is there is guest service locations that are actually out in the park. Oh, that wow. You can visit. Yeah, and one of them, conveniently enough, is right next to Men in Black in this park. That's the one field location in this park. Uh, we also have them, uh, two, uh, two of them are over at Islands of Adventure. Oh, yeah, I've seen some of those field locations, like in Jurassic Park and Marvel Superhero Island over there at Universal's Islands of Adventure. And they're, they're also at the Hogwarts Express now, too, which is cool. So lots We're of options about to get help. Here. Yeah, yeah. So I got to do uh, guest services, and then that kind of opened the door to do VIP tours with Halloween Horror Nights uh, back in Halloween Horror Nights 22. So are you part of the power walking crew in the morning that goes straight to Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley? I'll probably divert over to Men in Black first. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to the Wizarding World a little later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good call. Good call. He's got loyalty. He's yeah. got to show love. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we do have a, a little bit of a game that we're going to turn it over to Frank. I'm nervous. I know. I am too. So, so you're going to ask us a few questions, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got some lines from rides, from the lines themselves. And okay. um, yeah, so we're going to kind of test your knowledge and see you guys do. We've been told this game is called Know Your Lines. I don't know if I'm going to be very good at that. <laughs> so, so just to be, uh, just to clarify, are all of these from the ride queues themselves or just oh. anywhere around the park, on the ride, in a show? Largely on the ride. Okay, yeah. okay, good right. to know. Give you a good little bit of a... a a tip. That yeah, gives us a little yeah. more of a chance here. <laughs> David's very good at ride dialogue, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking to you over here. Okay, <laughs> they're not gonna be word perfect though. I mean, we'll we see. got this. <laughs> we got this. Now, here's the question: Is this a competition between David and I? Do we get yeah, points for this? Doing, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do a competition. Oh. So I'm gonna try and use my peripheral vision, see who raises their hand first. All right. Yeah. So you'll know that I've raised my. <laughs> I, <laughs> David. <Me. laughs> that hand is launched into the air. You just hear the Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we ready, David? I'm ready. All right. You're going down. Welcome home. You've... E.T. Adventure. Can you finish the line? Oh. Welcome <laughs> home. You've arrived. Perfect. That's yes. it. Nice. For the record, I also knew that one. <laughs> you got to throw your I hand up faster. Hand faster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. One point oh, for Carrie. Oh, man. If these are going to get harder, I should have raised my hand for that one. You got this. <laughs> okay. All right. Next one. Only one thing left to do. Do you know it? I don't know it. All right. It's Hollywood or Pride Rocka. Sorry. No, all right, I don't know what it is. Oh, oh. Wait, only you one steal thing? the only answer. One thing left to do. I, I oh, should read I it in an authentic steal? voice. Only one thing left to do. Oh, is it Transformers... 3D, uh, the ride? That was a bad impression. Oh, no, it's, you gave a very you good sounded optimist. Very, it sounded very optimist. <laughs> yeah, very good. Only so one thing left to do. There's only one thing left to do. Family. Our, our producer, Michelle, is trying to give us a hint here by pointing at the palm of her hand. Push. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, I got it. We were just talking about it. What? Push the red button. Go, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's for Men in Black Alien. Of course it is. Yeah, I totally knew that one. I didn't need Michelle to just go, push, push. (laughs) Thank you, Michelle, for the assist. All right, so that's a point for me. That's a full point. point to Michelle. No, it's a full point for me. (laughs) And a half a point for an assist for Michelle. Oh, I'm so embarrassed I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, all right. This is how this is going to go. All right. All right, next one. Okay. After all, it's the safest place. 
on Earth. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts over at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. All right. So now these are going to get kind of interesting. So to get oh, they haven't. Been so far. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought this was the scary part. Oh, okay. So, All right. We're ready. To give okay. you a hint. So yes. these are going to be attractions that are no longer with oh, us no. anymore. Okay. So. All right. We're ready. And we are. Oh, I know that one. You got to take it. Moving on. That's yes. right. Disaster Studios. <laughs> David said that a time oh, or two. Oh, I probably said that 3,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. I still say it in my life, in, in, <laughs> in daily life. And we are moving on. There That's you go. me around the office all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Never worked there, but I say it all Perfect. the time. Perfect. Um, all right, next question. Okay. 10 minutes will be. We'll be shark bait in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, you got Correct. it. That's right. And what Our producer attraction Michelle was that approves from? that. That's from Jaws, baby. That's right, Jaws. Jaws, the ride. I can tie it up. <sighs> they call F5 tornadoes the. Oh, oh no. You it, don't even know. Uh, I'm going to let the, you answer. It, uh, you don't even know it, and then I'm going to steal it. The finger of God. Oh, That's she right. did know it. Yes. <laughs> she did know it. I knew you were going to hit me with a nice twister <laughs> reference. <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite uh, cue lines and one of my favorite pre-shows oh, of yeah. any attraction at Universal Studios Florida. My friends oh, and I would always call that one. The God Tornado, the Finger God. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he was good at attraction dialogue, right? I think we're tied right now. Are we? Can All anyone right. speak to our point? I've not been keeping track. Okay. EP <laughs> Michelle. Executive producer Michelle says that we are tied. I trust her. That's right, here good. we go. We're making up rules as we go. It's fine. Perfect. I would have enjoyed this interview a lot more if... I had gotten my cup of coffee! <laughs> but that's You didn't probably... even wait. You didn't even wait. You were ready. <laughs> I was so ready. That's... David, I think we both won, honestly. It's, it we're only makes winners. sense that you win on your favorite ride. Oh, so good. <laughs> Ridge is about me so good. All right, Frank, thank you so much for hanging out with us. But before you go, we do want to ask you some rapid-fire question. We ask this of all of our VIPs. So we got to ask you, first question, at Universal Studios Florida, favorite ride? Men in Black. Men Good in call. Black, talk. What is your favorite food to eat out there? The chocolate chili ice cream in Diagon Alley. What? Ooh, nice. Yeah, it's so good. It's sweet, a little bit of spicy. <gasps> it's really tasty. Oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. Everyone I know what I'm doing for ice cream, but they got tons of other good flavors over there. <laughs> Last question. Front row or back row? Back row. Yeah. Why back row? Normally a little bit of a shorter line and more airtime. More airtime. It's all about the thrills. I think I'm the only person that prefers front row so far <laughs> in our episodes. you got to find your fellow front row fans. That's right. That's I think I will. Apps. I'll find a ride, buddy. Today was such a blast. Thank you so much, Frank, uh, from VIP Experience for hanging out with us. Not Frank the Pug. We should clarify that. Uh, although that would have been fun. No, it was Frank from VIP Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Frank, and for testing our knowledge of ride dialogue. That was tough. It was. He stumped We're gonna us. have to like listen a little bit closer going forward. I, don't I know. Get, I don't want to get stumped again. I want to get like expert level, like Frank is. Yes, <laughs> sounds great. Now you talked about that you love to start in the back of the park to enjoy some attractions first, and you I love like the front. That. I do. But no matter whether you start in the back of the park or the front, here are our top takeaways from the episode. It's our take five, rewind. Number one, a must do is to check out all of the live entertainment that Universal Studios Florida has to offer. So no matter where you are in the park, what land you're on, what street you're on, there is always some entertainment for everyone. There's some musical entertainment like our beat builders. There are 
percussion show. We also have Celestina Warbeck and the Banshees. It's kind of a jazz throwback retro show. There's some behind-the-scenes show like Animal Actors on Location and the Universal Orlando's Horror Makeup Show. There's also some great character meet-and-greets and, of course, one of our brand-newest attractions, the Born Stuntacular Stunt Show right here on Hollywood Boulevard. Number two. All right, our hack for the day. We talked to Frank about all the ins and outs of Men in Black Alien Attack, and we learned some things. So if you're trying to get the high score, trying to max out that score, maybe you just want to make sure you you beat your family and friends, (laughs) you get the highest score in your group. Uh, You definitely want to hold down that trigger the whole time. Get those free points. Uh, Aim for those aliens above your head. The harder aliens, high risk, high reward. Bigger points there. And then, of course, be ready to hit that red button at the end. There is a special moment, and you will max out. He said, "Almost guaranteed." I want to. I want to try out that and see if uh, see if we we can max it out with hitting that red button. Number three, Universal Studios Florida is home to year-round seasonal events. So if you're a fan of Halloween Horror Nights or Holidays at Universal or Mardi Gras, come back and see us. Depending on the time of year that you come to visit, you might see a very special event. So there's something for everyone. Number four. Now, today we mentioned some quick service options uh, that are unique, some of my favorites like the crepes, uh, but there's so many amazing places to eat around Universal Studios Florida. There's sit-down table service options that let you just take a break during the day, slow down, smell the churros, <laughs> uh, have a delicious meal. We ate at Finnegan's Bar and Grill the other day. Oh, it was so fantastic. Good. Did you see my pot pie? I did. It was very Instagrammable. Yeah. It was beautifully flaky, golden brown on top, just like the picture. There's Lombard Seafood Grill. There's the Leaky Cauldron over in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. So go treat yourself to something special out there. Absolutely. And our last takeaway is we want you to stay the whole day, number five, end your day with Universal Orlando's Cinematic Celebration. David, I know that's one of your favorite shows. I I talked about my emotional moment at the end of the day. It really is. And it's a great recap, a total culmination of all the experiences throughout the day, all of your favorite film franchises in one really amazing uh, jaw-dropping show. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Get ready for our next episode. We're going to be talking about uh, our third theme park, Universal's Volcano Bay. Uh, as well as future episodes for this season, including hotels, dining, special events, and more. Thank you again to our special guest, Frank, with VIP Experiences. Thanks to our engineers, Gil and Art, and our executive producer, Michelle. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us for the Discover Universal podcast. To learn more about Universal Parks and Resorts, head to our show notes for links to our Discover Universal blog for a more in-depth look around our destination. While you're there, sign up to receive emails that will include articles, videos, and this podcast delivered right to your inbox to prepare for your next vacation. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.